Or sometimes I'll ask someone something and they'll be like, why? Who's asking? And I'm like, dude, I just asked for your fucking favorite song. Like, why? Why are you making a big deal? I didn't ask for your social security number, you dumbass. Hey, love. So welcome to an episode of Sit Like a Lady podcast with me, your host, Camilla. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sit Like a Lady. It's me, your host, Camilla, as you heard in the intro. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, the voice crack. <laughs> rough start, rough start. It's okay. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me for a ninth episode. This is so exciting. I can't believe it's already been nine episodes. Um, next week it's gonna be ten. What the fuck? Double digits, baby. But I'm really happy. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, and thank you for supporting the podcast. And I hope you're enjoying all the content I'm putting out. Like always, if you have an episode suggestion or if you have any comments on what I say, um, just you know shoot me an email or i'm on social media as always i'm on instagram i'm on twitter um the handles are all in the description below i see them at the end i can see them right now instagram is at sit like a lady podcast twitter is at sit like a lady underscore and the email is sit like a lady podcast at gmail.com so yeah talk to me let's let's get the ball rolling let's get the conversation started but yeah let's get this week's episode started with an autocorrect from last week's episode so first thing I have here on my notes is me mispronouncing. Okay. Um, I said, I meant to say when the lady was putting the swab in my nose, I meant to say like she should have counted it in Mississippi because that's how slow she was going. But instead I was like, yeah, she should have counted it Mississippi. And I'm like, what the fuck was I even trying to say there? Um, so yeah, I meant to say she should have counted it in Mississippi. She should have counted it Mississippi. No. Mississippi. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. You guys know what I meant. I just wanted to correct that. Um, that's like that episode of Friends where Ross is like getting tanned. I love Friends, by the way. I don't care who comes at me. I know some people really hate it and say it's like the most plainest, whitest, like most boring show. Yeah, it's obviously really white, um, which they could have done a lot better. But I adore Friends. All of my... Everyone close to me knows that I'm a huge Friends fan. I think it's so funny. It always puts me in a good mood. So it's like that episode of Friends when Ross is getting like tanned. He's at like getting tanned and then they say count to five and then turn around and then count to five. Um, and then he's counting to five, like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. And then the spray goes off twice. So instead of getting his front and his back, he got double the tan on his front and then he goes outside and he tells the guy and the guy's like, I said count to five. And he's like, yeah, I did. And then he's like, how did you count to five? And he's like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. And the guy's like, nah, dude, I said, what the fuck is Mississippi? I said count to five. And he's like, Mississippi-lessly? That is so funny to me. That episode is hilarious. I laugh at it all the time. But yeah, that I also messed up and said um, the final destination with the wood truck was the very first one. But no, I actually messed up. And the very first final destination was one with the plane accident. So I, I, I thought it was the wood, like the one with the truck and the wood coming off and the, and the big car accident, but no, it was actually the one with the plane accident. And then the car accident was the second one. All right, I'm back. <sighs> well, you guys didn't even notice I was gone because I paused it, but what the hell? My friend, I like bought something for her and I had it in my trunk and, uh, she was going to pick it up tonight and she messaged me. She's like, I'm five minutes away. And I was like, okay, I might as well stop recording here. Um, go downstairs, give it to her and then come back. And then I go 
downstairs and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and she's not here and she was not five minutes away. She was like 30 minutes away. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like I, so I was so mad. I told her, I was like, you disrupted my recording. And she's like, I'm sorry. And then I was like, okay, bye. But anyways, Miriam, if you're listening, you wasted 30 minutes of my life. <laughs> but anyways, last autocorrect I have from the last episode was, let me see. Oh, I forgot to mention that the movie, The Strangers is loosely based on like inspired by true events basically and that is what made me so scared of home invasions at such a young age because it's like it's a horror movie yeah blah 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 whatever but then at the beginning it says inspired by true events and I think that's what fucked me up at such a young age because I'm like this really happened so then I googled it because I'm like what story um what is this based off I would love to know and it turns out that it's actually just loosely based on the Manson murders which I'm sure every Everybody knows about i don't have to go through those so it's based on the manson murders and it's also um inspired by the director or was it the writer one moment please let me let me just fact check myself because i hate when i have to autocorrect things that are so easy so let me see here um oh it was written and directed by a gentleman named brian bertino and yeah so the screenplay was inspired by the manson family tape murders and also multiple homicides and a series of break-ins that happened in the director's neighborhood as a child so i thought that was really really interesting how it wasn't just based on one story and it was based on a multiple things and they put together a lovely movie a very <laughs> traumatic movie but yeah um let's get right into the catch-up so let's start this catch-up session by saying i'm negative for covid19 the fam tested negative as well um we're really happy. Obviously, I mentioned in the last episode that we had to go get tested because one of my family members was positive and we were in contact with them, but we're all negative. Thank goodness. It's such a relief. It's 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 very scary. It's very scary. It's very stressful and it's very eye-opening. Like when you're waiting for your results, it's it's very intense. So I'm we're all very relieved. And thank you to everybody who asked me if I was okay after listening to that episode, asking me what my results were. It makes me happy that you guys care about me. Oh my god. Um, what else? My dog got a haircut. He looks very, very handsome. I'll post a picture on my Instagram. Go look at him. He is the cutest. Um, also, let me see. I haven't really been watching anything lately. Um, no new series because I've just been kind of busy. But I watched Cowbells on Disney+. Plus. Please tell me that I'm not the only one that remembers this movie. This movie was like a weird part of like my... Um, my childhood because like my early early teens because it just would always play on disney channel and i loved it i don't know why i loved it so much when i was little and then i was looking through disney plus for something to watch and i saw cowbells and i was like oh my god i used to watch this movie all the time as a child so i decided to go ahead and rewatch it now that i'm 23 and it makes no damn sense that movie was so stupid i don't like it's so sad when you rewatch something that you remember being so good and then you rewatch it and you're like this is not very good and it was also a complete replica of the movie that hillary duff movie that she'd made with her sister Haley duff um it is called material girls and they these both of these movies came out in 2006 but they're the exact copies of each other like it's the exact same movie just once a disney movie and one's not i don't even think um material girls is a disney movie but it's the exact same movie let me break it down for you guys for anybody who's interested um spoiler alerts ahead well these movies came out like 
so long ago so it doesn't really matter um but basically both movies are the exact same thing the exact same premise like it's about both of them are about two rich sisters um and their dad their dads own a big company in cowbells it's a dairy company like a uh yeah like a dairy farm and in material girls it's a cosmetic or skincare company and in both movies the dad goes away somehow one of the movies the dad dies i think and the other movie the dad um goes on a trip with no cell connection and no way to contact him and while the dad is gone um someone within the company tries to sabotage the company and steal a bunch of money and then it's up to the two rich sisters to save the day and save the company for their dad's legacy and to keep their dad's name clean this is both movies you guys it's even to the point where in cowbells they um made a house fire by putting a rag on a dish that was on the stove and then in material girls they made a house fire by lighting candles and uh during a spawn night and then those caught on fire and i'm like are you fucking kidding me like it's to the point where both houses were on fire and then it's also to the point where like both of the sisters find a love interest by the end of the movie uh like it's so silly to me and the fact that these both came out in the same year i wonder if that was just a coincidence or if one of them copied the other one because in 2006 i feel like no one gave a fuck so like they probably saw this movie and they're like oh that was a big hit with the teens like let's do another one i'm gonna i'm gonna rewatch material girl because I like loosely remembered it when I was watching Cowbells. I'm like, this is all so familiar. And my brain has like this weird, um, like I just have a memory compartment for every movie I've ever seen in my life. So I remember everything. And when I was watching Cowbells, I'm like, yeah, this is strangely familiar. And then it clicked that it was Hilary Duff and Haley Duff. And of course, uh, Cowbells is with Ali and AJ Mashaka that sing potential breakup song. Uh, love that. So it's like two sisters that are actually related in real life. And I just thought it was hilarious. So I'm going to rewatch material girls because i haven't seen it i just kind of googled the synopsis to make sure that my memory served me correctly and of course it did because i'm a genius but anyways i'm gonna google it and i think i'm gonna rewatch it and i think it's gonna be really fun and I think that's pretty much it for the catch up. But if anybody, I would want to say that if anybody has any like cringy Disney movies or any childhood movies that like you rewatched and they were like super lame once you rewatch them, please let me know. I love watching those. I think there's so much fun. Like with a cringy movie and a glass of wine, that's like fucking Friday night right there. So let me know if you guys have any recommendations that I should watch and I can talk about it here on the podcast because I love doing that. But anyways, I think that's enough for the catch up. Let's get into the disclaimer of today's episode. Um, so today's episode is gonna be a bad. I'm so excited for this one. I'm already laughing because I know I'm gonna have so much fun recording this. So today's episode is going to be, I'm so excited. It's gonna be a top 10 red flags on dating apps. Uh, before we get into it, I did want to mention that in the near future for Sit Like a Lady podcast, I'm gonna be having some guest stars in, which I'm really, really excited about. I'm already like talking to a few people that would be interested in coming on the show. Um, these aren't like celebrities by any means at all it's like either my friends or people from my community or people i know or somebody that has like a story to share i definitely want to get that that ball rolling because it's like it's interesting you know hearing other people talk other than me for an hour i i'd be down with that so uh let's get started on today's episode today's disclaimer so some of the red flags um mentioned in today's episodes are going to fall into either one or two categories the first category is safety and the second one is personal 
personal. So if the if I say a red flag and I say this is for safety, that means that you have to look out for these things because your safety could be in potential danger if you go out with this person. Um, it's just something that's shady that you need to look out for. Uh, definitely, if these type of red flags come up, you're going to have to take a second look, take a step back, take a second opinion and proceed with caution because this person can be potentially dangerous or not be who they say they are or have ill intentions. And if I say that something is personal, that is just my personal opinion. It's these are probably more funny ones. Um, Definitely not as serious as a safety one. And if just a quick one, if you or your partner or someone you know can relate to any of the personal opinions that I say today, then you know what? Lighten the fuck up and take a joke. Thanks. So let's get into today's episode. Wait, wait, wait. I just thought of another disclaimer before we get crazy. I am speaking mostly on either personal experiences or I had my friends help me out with these. And this is mostly in the perspective of women uh, looking for a man on a dating app. Um, But like red flags have no gender at all so definitely listen up but if I say some things that are kind of directed towards that just know that's where it's coming from it's me speaking on experience but like I said red flags have no gender at all but I just wanted to clear the air on that in case some of my things come off a little too um, focused or too narrow it's mostly because I am speaking on experiences okay so I'm excited for this one as I usually am but this one I'm very excited for all right so let's start right off the bat so this is a safety one If they ask you to hang out after only exchanging a few messages, if they like, if you're talking to them and you say, Hey, and they say, Hey, and then they're like, what are you doing? And then you're like, I'm at home. And they're like, yeah, me too. Do you want to come over? Big red flag that comes off super aggressive, super disgusting, super predatorial. Like why you don't even know me? Like, why are you asking me to your house? Like, that's so disgusting. And that's happened to me countless times. Like, I'm just, I thought I'm having a nice conversation with somebody and they're just like, yeah, anyways, come over. And I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Do I look like boo-boo the fool to you? No. Or when they're um, super aggressive from the start, like they start into like, hey babe, like, how's my princess's day? And I'm like, this is very strange. Like, I'm, you don't know me. Like, I understand some people speak differently um, when they're talking to like a crush or a significant other. But like, dude, you just met me. Like, can we have a conversation and see if we even get along? Like, you're calling me these things before even getting to know me. It just comes off as very aggressive, um, just trying to soften you up, warm you up, just kind of move a little too fast. That to me is a very big red flag, especially if you're not, you're on a dating app. You don't know this person in person. Like, that's kind of the bottom line at that at the end of the day. You don't know this person and if they're kind of aggressive from the start and they're asking you to hang out right away and they're calling you like nicknames right away and they're already like being demanding and wanting to have like your phone number right away. All that to me comes off very suspicious. It comes off like they're just they just want to, you know, let's move this on. Let's keep this going. Let's let's move forward. Let's get through this stage and to the next one. That to me is very, very strange. And it's definitely something that you need to look out for. Um, If you're meeting up with somebody that wanted to meet up right after talking, after saying two words to you, mm, no, they probably have 
very weird intentions and i would not trust it all right moving right along to number two so this is also a safety one if they have little information on their profile like for example if they don't have their age if they don't have their location like usually it'll tell you um how many kilometers away this person is from you and if they don't have that on that is very suspicious to me it, it, like i don't like that it kind of makes me feel like they're hiding something and also a big red flag is if they don't have their full name they have like an initial like you see their profile and it says like it says k comma 29 years old 15 kilometers away i'm like why are you not saying your full name like that makes me very uncomfortable it kind of like it makes me feel like they have something to hide however with this one you can kind of see it in a perspective this is how i used to see it i saw it in a perspective as sometimes dating apps or like having a dating app can be frowned upon um people can make fun of you like if your friend sees you on there sometimes they'll screenshot it send it to you and laugh um friends and family can find out that's definitely some people look down on that especially the older or the older generation <laughs> me having a stroke especially the older generation they can't really wrap their minds up like around meeting someone online and then meeting them in person that's kind of very very foreign to them so i get it could be like a privacy thing however to me it comes off very suspicious and i don't really give them that benefit of the doubt anymore because if you're limiting your information so much then what's the point like how am I supposed to know if I even want, want to swipe right on you? It doesn't really make sense to me. Also, if like, I know Bumble has this. I don't think Tinder has this. Bumble and Hinge have this. And it's like, you can answer questions like these. Um, it'll give you little prompts like, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite snack? If you could be in a TV show, what would you be? Like stuff like that. If they don't have any of those answered, it just comes off very weird to me. Like it comes off like they don't really give a fuck. They're not really putting any effort in. They don't really want to share anything. And that kind of makes it one like i said it makes you feel like they're hiding something and two they aren't really actually down to meet and talk to people it's just kind of like an entertainment thing for them they're just swiping away for fun so that that's a red flag for me uh it's a personal one and a safety one. Let's say that. I think it's a safety one because you definitely want somebody that is a real person, okay? And if somebody's a real person, they're going to be okay with sharing some things about themselves. Like, these things can be commonly found on, like, anybody's public Facebook page. Like, your age is not a secret, so why not put it on your Tinder, Bumble, or Hinge account? Like, your name is not a secret. That's everywhere. Why not put it on your account? Uh, like I understand not putting your exact location but your your city's not a secret either like this is all public information so why not put it on your dating app account that is a red flag to me so look out for that okay uh next one so this is also a personal one but I think it can have a hint of safety I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hate for this I'm kind of scared I don't want to say it if they're ah! I'm kind of scared. Okay, fuck it. I'm saying it. it's my podcast. I can do what I want. But if their top artists are either like country artists, because I, <laughs> this is, this one's personal. Like, I just don't like country music. I feel like it's so, ah. but if their, if their song is like country music, um, no, thank you. However, if their favorite song or their artist or their music is all of those like really, gross rappers um for example if it's um six nine chris brown xxx i don't really know his full name lil peep all of that that's a huge red flag because these men are all known to be predators 
they're all known to be either abusers. It's not just these few rappers. These are just the ones that I can think of at the top of my head. But these are all people that are not good people and it's proven and they still have a platform and they still have a career even after, for example, 6 9 went to jail and it was fine. He was fine. He came out. No problem at all. Nobody get, gave a fuck about that. Chris Brown literally abused his girlfriend um, physically. So if these men listen to the, these rappers, these mu- like this type of music, they don't care. They don't care what they've done. If they say some bullshit, like, yeah, that's their personal life, though. Like, I only listen for the music. That's fucking disgusting. How are you putting... Like, how are you supporting somebody like that? Like, that's gross. I don't give a fuck if these artists wrote incredible music. If, like, they're not, though. At the end of the day, this music's fucking trash. But I don't give a fuck if it was, if they won a Grammy awarded music. If they're an awful person, if they're known to be abusers, assaulters, rapists, if they're known to be all these things, why the fuck would you put your time, money, effort, energy into listening and supporting these types of people? So if they have these rappers or any of these like artists that are known to be bad people that have multiple allegations towards them, women or women or any type of people have spoken out against them and you still listen and you still support and you have the balls to put that shit on your Tinder profile. No, that's a red flag because guess what? They don't respect women. No, they really don't. They don't give a fuck. And you have to be careful because men like this are detrimental to your safety. It's not just music. At the end of the day, it's really not just music. It's not. You're supporting awful people. And I'm not here for that. So that's a huge red flag that I do not fuck with. Next, number four. <laughs> that, one, that one was a little deep, but it, it is really serious. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking at the end of the day. It can really give you a hint of what this kind of person is like before even getting to know them. Like, I don't, I don't have to swipe right. I don't have to swap, swap. I don't have to swipe right and start a conversation with you because just because of that little hint that you gave me, I know the exact kind of person you are and I know the bullshit that you have and I don't need that in my life. Okay, number four. Now, uh, this is a personal one. Um, If they have hunting um, pictures, um, if they have hunting as a hobby, or if they have pictures with like dead animals, um, that's disgusting. That's really, really gross to me. I do not like that. If you see hunting as a hobby, like, that is disgusting. How can you even like, how is that a sport? How is murder literally a sport? If I see that shit, I get so turned off so quickly. I want to report their account at the end of the day. (laughs) I will literally report their account if they have a hunting picture. If they're wearing camo, seriously, like outside with a gun wearing camo. No, that is so gross to me. Like why? How is that a sport at all? It doesn't make sense to me. I honestly, like the fact that hunting is not illegal. How? Who do I got to talk to to make that shit happen? Because it's been a long time coming. Okay. I, it's like, it like reminds me of like those like pick me girls or like those Trump supporters on Instagram and on Twitter going like, going like, oh, this 200 pound calf I killed today. Like, uh biggest kill of the year can't wait to hang this bad boy on my mantle and it's like their head that's disgusting that is disgusting I hate that it's so gross to me and why would I want to date somebody who hunts why would I even want to date somebody who knows how to work a gun like that to me is so weird it's so gross I live in Canada by the way if you're listening in America and you're kind of like shook about what I'm saying yeah no we don't got that here sweetie that's like so foreign to me like knowing how to work a gun and then putting a bullet in a gun and then shooting an actual living animal 
just as like a prize that's so weird to me and that's kind of like psychopath behavior if you ask me honestly it really really is so that's a big 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 turn off it's a huge red flag it's a personal red flag because of course like some people will enjoy hunting too i think it definitely depends on your interest but for me I don't like it and it tells me you're weird and you probably smell bad. You probably put Axe body spray or like I already know that these types of guys go to the cologne aisle or like the deodorant aisle and they pick like they pick like a woodsy smell. Oh my God, I can smell it from me here. I, I can smell it through the screen. If a guy's Tinder profile comes up and it's like a hunting picture, I can smell the musky wood through the screen and I swipe left. No, thank you. All right, moving on. Number six. This is, I th- this is a, no, wait, not number six. I'm sorry. Number five. So this is a personal one as well. Um, this is just the overall effort that they put into their profile so i'm talking everything from the pictures to the bio to the answered questions to the song to everything so the overall effort for example if they have spelling mistakes um in their bio and they're like not intentional if they're like actual spelling mistakes or if it's like in the questions that they answered i don't like that it's like you couldn't even double check this. Like this is going on your on your Tinder Pro or your Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, whatever you use, Christian Mingle. <laughs> it's going on your profile. Like you're trying to attract partners. So why wouldn't you double check that? Like that to me is just a huge turnoff. Like that's that's very weird. Um, I always like reread, triple read, quadruple read everything before clicking send, before clicking save. So why can't you do the same? It just shows me that like you put no effort into this like you just quickly were in bed and you're just like yo dude fuck it i'm gonna make a tinder profile right now and then just like the deep voice came out and then just like wrote everything in the middle of the night and then you didn't even spell check it you didn't even check it that to me is gross um if their pictures are blurry or if their main picture is blurry because you know when you're swiping and there's that first picture the first picture that you pick If that picture to me is either blurry or if it's not a good picture, like if it's of your back or if it's just like you can't really see you in it, your phone's covering you, the flash is in the way, um, it's a huge friend group picture and I can't tell which one you are, that to me, it does not interest me at all whatsoever. Like I feel like that is just such a, it's so lazy. Like at the end of the day, it's so lazy. Like I said, you're trying to attract a partner. Like you're trying to put your best foot forward, kind of show the best side of you. And if that's the best you can do for a dating app, then it just shows me that you have, like, you don't give a fuck about this. Like you don't really care about finding a partner. Like you just kind of threw whatever you could together. And that to me is just like, that's a red flag. Anyways, (laughs) also part of the overall effort in the account is if, this is a huge one, if they use their car or pet, as a whole picture like if the main picture is your cat if the main picture is your dog if the main picture is your car and it's like an ugly honda civic oh my god please stop please tell me please if you're a guy or anybody if you're anybody and you have a picture as your pet first or your dog first please tell me what your thought process was behind that i would really love to know because why the fuck do you think i would be interested in that (laughs) genuine question why do you think i care about your car or your 
like why would I care like I think it's kind of cool when you put that picture at the end like if it's a picture of you and your pet or you and your car at the end that's awesome because you know what I love when a picture kind of shows me the personality that a person is like if I see a picture of them hiking then I know they're outdoorsy if I see a picture of them like in professional clothes and they're at the office and it shows me that they you know they have a good job if if it shows a picture of them at a coffee shop reading a book then it kind of shows me I love pictures that show me who they are so throw that in there definitely throw in a picture of like your your pet and your car but why at the beginning why at the beginning and when they're all their pictures are centered around that one thing why that doesn't make sense to me like uh, I hate that. I really hate that because it completely throws me off. I don't even, sometimes I'm way too lazy to even see what the next picture is because if I see that the first picture is like a picture of a car, I'm swiping left immediately. It's almost an automatic at this point because I don't really care what you look like. If that's what you think is going to attract me, then you're not the type of person that I really want to, you know, get to know. It sounds cold, but at the end of the day, fuck it, baby. That's showbiz. <laughs> oh, that was so stupid. <laughs> But it's true, though, if they're not really putting a lot of effort into the pictures or into their bio or into anything like that, then I'm not really interested. It shows me you're lazy and that's kind of creepy. So we're going to move right on. All right. Number six. This one is more of like a safety one. It kind of goes hand in hand with the previous one. But if this one, if their pictures are all very suspicious, like if their pictures aren't direct, like it's always sometimes I've seen guys do like just a close-up of their lips or you're very close to their face where you can't really see the surroundings you don't really get their full face or if it's very heavily filtered like if they have one of those filters that covers most of the face like the dog filter or anything like that that to me is very suspicious it's um I can't really see what they look like. Like, that's very weird to me. It's either that they, they're they insecure and they don't really think they're very attractive. So they think they need these filters to, you know, get matches, which, which is absolutely not true because definitely beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So you will be attracting to some like attract an attractive person to somebody. Um, it may not be me. It's not for me, but I respect it. <laughs> ew i need to stop i'm so cringy this episode but like you if you even if you think you're ugly i'm sure someone will find you beautiful and attractive so why do you need these heavy filters it really throws me off it makes me feel as though you're trying to hide something it makes me feel as though you don't want to show your full face or it makes me feel like um you don't really truly look like this you're trying to catfish uh you're just it's very it's very off-putting so i think that's a definite safety one if they don't really want to reveal their full appearance to you something is very off about that i don't really like that um i personally prefer when this happens i personally prefer when they have the verified check mark i know bumble and tinder have that i do not know about hinge um that verified check mark at the end kind of shows that they that the app made them take pictures of themselves and they kind of like took these pictures face matched them with the pictures that they posted on their on their profile and if the pictures match, they have the same features, then this person is who they say they are. So when I see that little blue check mark and they're verified, that gives me a personal sense of security that, okay, the person I'm talking to actually looks like this. I'm actually talking to the person that is being displayed on the photos because the last thing you want to do is get an email saying, hi, this is Neve from the show Catfish on MTV. Do you have a moment? <laughs> a ma 
stop imagine getting that email like someone thinking that you're a catfish or somebody else using your pictures for their account to catfish other people oh my god imagine that is the funniest thing just imagine getting that email from neve from mtv catfish and if you have not seen the show um catfish on mtv it's definitely a must watch i watched the doc because most people don't know this but the show itself is actually based on a documentary so the documentary catfish came out in 2010 um it's about the the host of mtv catfish why do i keep saying mtv catfish this isn't fucking <laughs> this isn't sponsored i'm like yeah catfish on mtv 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 has anybody seen mtv uh sorry but that's just how they call it on the show so that's probably why i keep saying that but the host of catfish on MTV. His name is Neve, and the documentary is basically following his experience of getting catfished. And I'm pretty sure he even made up the term catfish, which is widely used today. I wonder if it's added to the dictionary because it's such a popular term to this day. Um, so it's a story about getting fat catfished. It happened a while back while he was a photographer in New York. He got a Facebook request from this little girl named Abby saying that she was a big fan, blah, blah, blah. And Neve, being like the nice guy he is, he replied and they started developing like the you know this fan this fan relationship and she would send him some of her paintings and they started you know getting closer and then she brought her family into it and neve started adding all her family members on facebook blah 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 and until he added her sister her older sister megan which is like you know this this hot girl whatever this blonde hot girl that plays the guitar or she played some kind of interest instrument and he developed a relationship with her and then things started to get a little shady a little suspicious like this girl megan would be super sus and like she would never answer video calls or some bullshit like that or like the lies like it seemed as though she was lying because her stories didn't really add up so neve thought it'd be fun to document everything and go visit this house to meet you know his little fan abby and to meet his online girlfriend megan so he goes to their house which is super creepy unannounced and we find out that neve was never talking to any of these people and all of this was orchestrated by the mother and i believe her name was angela let me yes of course my magical movie memory served me correctly her name was angela and the mom this mom angela was the one who was controlling all of these facebook accounts she was even pretending to be her daughter because guess what her daughter didn't even paint the paintings that she would send neve were paintings that she had done and neve caught it and it was just like this big dramatic thing and i loved watching that documentary and then it mtv later signed them and it became a whole show and it became a whole thing and now i'm pretty sure it's still going on but regardless I just it's just a little backstory of the term catfish and how it came to be and it all started with this guy Neve filming his documentary in 2010 but anyways back on track my bad that was a little side thing so the point of that was the last thing you want to be doing is receiving an email saying hey this is Neve from MTV's catfish do you have a minute to talk that sounds so awful to experience but anyways moving on i what number are we on i completely lost track where am i number seven okay this is a personal one um, when they treat their bio like a job interview instead of using it as like a chance to be funny um, like you know come on put some effort in this kind of goes hand in hand with the effort the effort point it's like show me that you're funny show me that you're interesting like to me sometimes the bio is like the big sell point because one if a person is attractive okay that's one thing but if their bio is funny and if their bio is very interesting then i'm gonna swipe right because not only are you attractive but you have a personality but let's say they're very attractive and they have nothing as their bio or their or their bio is like six four 
who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> I do not care. Men who have like six two, six four on their bio or when they say six feet, because apparently that matters over here. Shut up. That is so unoriginal. That is so not funny. And that makes me want to swipe left on you because it, like that's that you just have a pretty face. You just have a pretty face and a pretty body. And that's not really all I'm, all I'm looking for. Give me some substance. Give me some depth. Give me some layers. Come on, be an onion. Little Shrek reference for anybody who understood that. But yeah, like for me, the bio is giving them that one small chance to show a side of their personality without just using pictures and if they blow it then i don't like it and if they do stuff like um a very very long bio like it's like a paragraph and they say i personally prefer a woman that you know does this 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 i am a 27 year old uh engineer and i work at this place and my qualifications are this 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 and i personally enjoy um night dates i personally drink red wine like dude this is not a fucking job interview. Why are you giving me your life story? Wait for me to ask you those things. And uh, like, I don't know. It shows me that they aren't funny. It kind of shows me that they're uptight. They take life a little too seriously. Like, let's relax. Okay. Breath in. Breath out. Let's loosen up. Okay. It's just Tinder. It's just hum. It's just Bumble. Let's loosen up. Okay. Also, what I hate, a big red flag, is when their uh, bio is uh, self-deprecating. Like, if it says some bullshit, like, too ugly for this app. Like, shut the fuck up. What do you think? I'm going to give you some sympathy? Yeah, you are too ugly for this app. Swipe left. <laughs> no, it's like, why would you say that about yourself? That does not make any sense. Like, I saw one guy recently, and it was like, they had the dog filter, and then their bio was, dog filter because I'm too ugly. Why do you think that would make me want to swipe bread on you? Like, no, confidence is attractive. So be confident. Like, for me, that's my key point. Like, confidence is all the way, baby. So if I see someone just being lame as fuck, I'm like, um, no, thank you. That's a red flag. It shows me that you're not really, we don't really have matching personalities. I don't really think I would get along with someone like that. So I don't like that shit. All right. Number eight. Eh, this is another personal one. If they have more than one shirtless picture, like, okay, like, let me be honest, like a shirtless picture, let's say like at the beach or, you know, at a pool or it's in the summer or it's like a, a picture at the gym. That's totally, totally a hundred percent fine. Like that is not a problem with that. Like if I see that they put a little shirtless picture in there, okay, okay, that's fine. You know, show me what you're working with. I like, sometimes I put a bikini picture up, you know, just to show that I got a little something, something. So that's totally fine. However, if every picture is a shirtless pick what the fuck i do not want to see that i do not care how many abs you have i do not care how many tattoos you have i don't want to see these shirtless pictures on and on and on like i will i'm not shitting you guys i will constantly see guys and the four pictures that they choose are all shirtless pictures at the gym like, do you think I care about seeing you at Good Life? I don't. I really don't care. So that to me is a big turnoff. It's also a big red flag because it shows me that they're very, very like into their looks. Um, It's fine. It's fine to love yourself. I think everyone should love themselves. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. So love yourself. Embrace your body. Embrace how you look. I love that. However, if all you're doing is posting shirtless pictures, um, I don't like it. I don't like it. It kind of shows me that you're full of yourself and you probably peaked in high school. So I don't want to be around people like that. All right. That was definitely a personal one. But number nine. Okay. This is a bit of a safety one as well. Okay. This is if they don't even read your profile, like, 
if they're asked, like, let's say you start talking to this person and they say, um, oh, what's your Zodiac sign? And your Zodiac is like right on in your bio. Or if they say, oh, are you a dog or a cat person? And one of the questions you answered was dogs. It's like, why are you asking me things that I've already answered? Like that to me is very suspicious. It's a very big red flag because it shows that one, they're kind of just swiping right on anybody. They're not really reading what you have to say. Um, They're mostly focused on your looks. They're not really looking at your personality because guess what? If they cared about your personality, then they would read what you wrote down. Then they would read all okay my bad a little voice crack they would read all your little like you know all your little notes and everything you left and everything that you want to say because like that's something that I read that like if I'm swiping through and there's someone that one I'm attracted to and my things like fall in line with their whatever they put on their profile then you know what that's a swipe right because I'm interested but if they're asking you shit that's already on there then they didn't pay attention that means that they're swiping right on just anybody all they give a fuck about was your looks they didn't even care about your personality you could literally be a psychopath and they would not care they just like they go like ah, you're too sexy to be a psychopath ah. <laughs> like it's just it's gross um they don't bother reading your profile they don't bother looking at the details then guess what they don't really care this is all a joke to them they're not really looking to meet a partner if that's you then you know what that's fine if you're not really looking to meet a partner either then yeah those that's the kind of guy for you but if you're on these dating apps to actually find someone and to actually you know find a connection then the person that didn't read your profile is not that connection. And this is a safety one because like I said, um, they're swiping right on just anybody and they don't really care who they get. They're just seeing, they're just, you know, they're fishing and they're seeing who bites. So don't be the one who bites, okay? Love yourself, be better, Uh uh-huh, okay? Be with someone that actually reads your Tinder profile, that actually reads all your questions answered on Bumble. Be that person, look for that person. (laughs) All right, the next one is also safety. Um, This is safety and personal. If the exchanges um, made between you and this person, like if the conversation, if they make it sexual right off the bat, that is very uh, like uncomfortable. That is very strange. How are you acting this way with a stranger? Why would a stranger show you this side of them if you don't even know each other? So that to me is very strange. And I've had guys that will like um, message me very, very sexual and I hate it. It's disgusting. And I say, what is wrong with you? Like, I'll be like, what's wrong with you? And then they'll um, unmatch right away or they'll report me right away because I don't have that same energy that they have because they're just looking for someone who has, you know, they're just looking for a body. They're not looking for a person. They're just looking for a body to be with. And that to me is very uncomfortable. I don't like that. And that is a safety one as well, because you don't want to be with someone who's just like, you know, sleeping around with just anybody who's just trying to find any tinder tinder person that'd be down to you know get crazy to be down to knock boots <laughs> why am i 50 years old but yeah that's that's very uh, that's very gross it, it kind of falls in line with the first one it's just like why would you do that like the first one is asking to hang out after only having like three exchanges like that's disgusting it's predatorial it's very very aggressive and i don't like that if somebody is like that watch out this is not the type of person you want to be around completely it's it's gross all right next one i think we're on number 11 um I believe what the hell this was supposed to be a top 10 list why are there 11 here I just wanted to add a little extra spice for you guys so the last one on my list is 
you carry the conversation the whole time. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? I hate that. Like my back hurts from carrying all these conversations. Like it really, really does because why am I the one putting the only effort in asking all the questions, asking this, asking that, like that does not make any sense to me whatsoever. Aren't we both on this dating app to kind of find a partner to kind of make a connection? So why am I the only one putting an effort trying to get to know you? Like it just comes off so gross. It comes off so like they feel like they're better than you. It's like, oh, you want to get to know me well I don't really give a fuck about you or like whatever it's like no that's a red flag that's a personal red flag it just shows that the person is one boring because they can't you know keep a conversation and the person is number two um self-centered because they don't want to ask you any questions all they want to do is answer and tell about themselves you know what I mean um but yeah that one's uh I don't like that one at all I hate when when I'm the one that carries a conversation and here's a little add-on that I just thought about but it's like when you're asking them stuff about themselves or when you say tell me about yourself and they go like um it's too much to write like I'm like oh I don't want to text at all like that's too long and then it's like that's fucking weird like they don't want to share about themselves like that's I don't like that. It's like, aren't you here to kind of get to know people? So why are you acting strange when I ask you a question about yourself? Or sometimes I'll ask someone something and they'll be like, why? Who's asking? And I'm like, dude, I just asked for your fucking favorite song. Like, why? Why are you making a big deal? I didn't ask for your social security number, you dumbass. I don't like that shit. It comes off really weird. It comes off like they're hiding some weird stuff or it just like it just shows that they're not, you know, they're not really there to find a connection. They're just kind of there to kill time and to, you know, see what attractive person is down to come over all right well that kind of wraps up the list but i have a few more here so i was thinking i would do a little speed round kind of like i did for top top 10 guys i would never date so i'm gonna do a speed round of other red flags okay so here we go one two three if their name starts with a j if they have an android in their mirror selfies if they have pictures surrounded by bottle service girls yeah no thanks i don't need that type of energy in my life when they have a picture holding up a fish uh, when they super like you and send a swipe note saying please give me a chance that's it's fucking gross it's weird and if i wanted to give you a chance i would have swiped right if one of their pictures are with their exes but instead of like having their ex's face in it they crossed it out or they put an emoji like come on you didn't have a better picture my guy like you don't have to put your ex in there or on the other hand if their pictures are with their exes and they just full-blown leave them up there it's like why would i want to see a picture of you and your ex on the beach like aren't you trying to find a partner why would i want to see your old partner strange if their bio they use a quote from the office they're not funny it's fucking boring if i see the bio and it's like you miss 100 of the chances you don't take uh wayne gretzky michael scott like shut the fuck up you're not funny i don't want to be your friend and lastly you know what the fuck i'm about to say if they are a real estate agent no thank you swipe left block reported deleted next all right well i think that um wraps up tonight's episode i had a lot of fun doing this one i hope nobody takes it too seriously like like i said this is most of these are my personal opinion okay um do not take these too seriously learn to laugh at things some of these are for your safety so pay attention to those all right so let's get into moral of the story or advice of the week so my advice of the week would basically be you know keep your eye out keep your eye out for these red flags don't really give these people the benefit of the chance the benefit of the doubt because at the end of the day it is a dating app you can put anybody's pictures up there you can put anybody's name up there you can put any age any location so just you know be careful of course you definitely want to meet people and make connections we're obviously in a pandemic so it's very hard to meet people outside so 
a lot of a lot of people have dated have used dating apps to kind of make those connections that we haven't been able to do in person however it also spikes the chances of people making fake accounts and kind of like uh taking advantage of others so mine would definitely be these apps can be so much fun and they you can meet new people but they can also be very dangerous so definitely keep an eye out definitely you know have your guard up when it comes to these things and if you see anything that i mentioned on today's list you know kind of step up take a step back okay take a step back all right well that wraps up today's episode um as always, if you enjoyed today's episodes or any of the episodes in the past, please leave me a review on iTunes. Uh, just go on the Apple Podcast apps, uh, search up Sit Like a Lady and give me five stars only, of course. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at Sit Like a Lady underscore and Instagram is at Sit Like a Lady podcast. Lastly, you can send me an email. Um, ew, not the Southern accent, please. If you have an experience you want to share with me or any questions, you can send me an email it's at sit like a lady podcast at gmail.com that's sit like a lady podcast at gmail.com it could be you know totally anonymous or i can read it and answer it on the podcast or even answer it privately you know send me your thoughts questions confessions funny stories your grocery list or the tweets you have in your drafts i do not care what it is i want to hear from you anyways Let's see if I even take my own advice. But until then, always remember to keep your mind, heart, and legs open. Bye.